Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. One thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show, but at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, what you know I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is that is Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. And joining me on the show, we got Nikki Duse. What it do? What it do? Shelton J. What's happening, man? What's happening? And there may or may not be a FIFO tonight, uh, but he's going to try to to come on at the show and and join us. But, you know, as always, we're going to hold it down. Um, but we have a special guest tonight. Uh, Shelton, you want to go ahead and introduce i guess i see most people in the in the audience already know who he is <laughs> yeah oh that's if you don't then you you've been on mars well but we talking about man this, this is i'm excited tonight i'm excited because back in the day my brother was a michigan fan but i was a huge illinois fan and he was well, he was too i can't front on that team back then but uh we talking about a parade all american he was the number one ranked player well, I, I was coming out of high school. I was ranked seventh in the nation. Uh, uh, I played McDonald's All American. McDonald's All American. I played in uh, Dapper Dan back then. It was Dapper Dan Round Ball Classic. I played in all those games. Uh, you know, coming out of high school, I, I had some, you know, talent. My senior year coming out, man. Some of the guys I came out with, you know, uh, J.R. Reed, who went to North Carolina. Yes, sir. Dead Coleman. Mm-hmm. Rex Chapman, man. Mm-hmm. We got some ballers, man. That's crazy. And and also, if, if y'all don't know out there, he was the first player drafted by the Orlando Magic. Uh, you, you led that team. I mean, you you had all-time records in games played, uh, scoring, minutes. You had a bunch of records with Orlando, too. Yeah. You know, like you said, I mentioned, I was the first draft pick in, in the team's history. Uh, coming out of college, uh, I can remember those days, man, uh, being drafted by Orlando. It was an expensive team. Nobody knew. They were like, Orlando? That's not an <laughs> team. But uh, it was the first year the team uh, came into existence, expansion team, 89. I, I Honestly, I just thought it was, it, was, it was supposed to happen. Tell you a quick story. Coming out of high school in Chicago, I went to Simeon High School in Chicago. Uh, my senior trip was to Orlando, but my parents wasn't able to they, uh, afford my senior trip to Orlando, to Disney World. How ironic, man. I end up in Orlando anyway. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And and this is none of the, since I hadn't said it yet, this is the legend, Nick Anderson, man. We, we are super glad to have you on our show. It means a lot because, you know. We're striving to do great things, but it's always good to have somebody on who can speak firsthand knowledge about what we talk about. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate and, you guys for having me. I know we've been trying to, you know, connect and, and do this, and you know, it, it was God will. It, it, it happened. I know people thought I was lying when I said I was. <laughs> I said, "Man, you don't know Dick Anderson. That's what my brother said." So. <laughs> I 
glad you're here. But let's yeah, appreciate started, you man. being on the show, man. Yeah, well, no doubt. You know, you know, for those who don't know, I lived, you, you know this, I lived in Atlanta for 10 and a half, 11 years. And that's crazy. I was I was telling Nick earlier today, um, I used to work in Lennox Mall in Lids in the hat shop. And he used to get his nails done religiously at the little shop next door. And he would come in there, we would talk all the time just about, you know, about the game. I'm thinking, man, this dude, he ripped Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I, man, it just used to blow my mind back then, and it still does today, man. And it's just good to have you on here. That, man, um, let's start with high school, I guess. We can even go all the way back then. When, when you were in high school playing back then, what made you decide <laughs> to go to Illinois? And, and what was it like back then for you? Well, you know, I, that's a great question. I always think about this. <clears throat> You know, there's a reason behind a few things that that happened to me. You know that uh, I wore number 25 my entire yes, college and NBA career. In high school, I wore number 44. The reason I wore number 25 was my high school teammate. I don't know if you guys uh, know about this. Uh, my high school teammate was number one player in the nation at the time. Benjamin Wilson. Yes, sir. You ever seen the 30 for 30? That was my high school teammate. I was a junior. He was a senior. He was shot and killed by a 15-year-old in Chicago, a 15 and a 16-year-old. And um, we always talked about, you know, where we were going to go to school, what we were going to do for our, uh, our, our parents, our moms, and, and, and things like that. And um, it was so unfortunate that, he wasn't able to carry that on. And me and him used to talk about this all the time in uh, Illinois, going to the University of Illinois. That was one thing that we always talked about. Yeah, it's obvious that the decision wasn't made, yet, but we talked about that, going to the same school and, and, and doing all those things. And again, like I said, he unfortunately, the tragic incident that happened to him, I was able to carry on our legacy. It wasn't just about me. It was our legacy uh, to attend the University of Illinois and uh, become professional basketball players and buy our mom. We always talked about buying our mom a big house and a pretty car. And uh, mm-hmm. I carried that legacy on. And and, and like I said, it's, it's a lot behind this. You know, every guy that came after me from Simeon High School went on to college to and wore number 25, and even guys that didn't play at my high school, and Jawan Howard in particular. You know, he wore number 25 at Michigan. Right. Mm-hmm. That was showing his respect for Ben Wilson. Derek Rose came played at my high school, and he wore the number at Memphis. Uh, uh, not Memphis, but uh, in, in the pros. When he when yeah. he played with the, uh, with the Knicks, he, played, he wore number one. But he, you see him carrying twenty five. The young fella Kendrick Nunn, who plays for the Miami Heat, yeah, he played at my high school. Me and his dad played together in high school. You see him wearing number twenty five. We have a kid Brian Notry who came after me, who went to the University of Illinois, wore number twenty five. I don't think Jabari Parker wore number twenty five in college, but. 
Jabari Parker played mm-hmm. in my high school. Kendrick Nunn and Jabari Parker was on the same high school team. They won state championships. So, and, and then we had another kid that came out of Simeon High School, Bobby Simmons, who played for the Milwaukee Bucks, played for yeah. the Clippers. All those guys come from my high school. And we try to carry that legacy on of Benjamin Wilson. As you know, Ben was number one player in the nation mm-hmm. when he was shot and killed. What, what made him so special? What, what about Ben Wilson made him special? At six foot eight and a half, six nine, he was our point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just to, you know, he was doing as the, the Magic Johnson with a jump shot. He could do it all. Silky smooth, play like George Gervin. It, it was just, it was just so much about him that uh, we, we used to wrap up in one. How many players would say, oh, he's a little bit of this guy. He's a little bit of Magic Johnson. So he was just a special talent, man. Just really special. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That is dope. You um after after you left Simeon, you went on to Illinois to play on one of the the greatest teams. Um, and I, my brother was telling me today about it. How it was the inspiration to the Fab Five with with y'all? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that team. Um, my favorite player was on that team too. Outside of you was Marcus Liberty. Oh yeah, uh, and, and that's my guy. Marcus lives here in Florida. He stays in Sarasota, Florida. And okay. You know, those who don't know, when Marcus came out of high school at Martin Luther King in Chicago, Marcus Liberty was number one player in the nation coming out of high school. I know that. That's crazy. He was number one, and I think in his class, Mark Macon. Oh man, he he has some he has some he has some ballers in the class when he came out uh, in '87. Uh, we had on that that college team myself, Kendall Gill, Marcus yes. Liberty. Kenny Battle, Lowell Hamilton, Steve Bardo. Bardo, yeah. And you think about it, all these guys that I'm naming, we were from Chicago. That's crazy. We were were Chicago kids. We kept, we always talked about keeping the talent home. You know, you you think of these balling states that, that produce a lot of good basketball players like Chicago, New York, and D.C. And sometimes these guys venture to go on to other states and, 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 and showcase their talents. But we always talked about keeping our talent at home in the state of Illinois. And, and for the most part at that time, we did that. And that's crazy, man. Like I said, that starting five, y'all had was ridiculous. I thought that, that, and Kenny Battle was, was a beast. I mean, that whole team, y'all had everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We were the team that uh, we, 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 we pressured 94 feet. Uh, we had big guards. I started at small forward, and you look at our guard size. Kendall Gill at six five and a half, six six, the two guard. Steve Bartle was our point guard at six foot seven, mm-hmm. and then Kenny Battle was six seven. He was our power forward, but he had a 46, 47 inch vertical. Yeah, and then you had Lowell Hamilton in the middle, long arms, linky, and uh, I remember. You know, our coach always said this, we will not lose a basketball game because we're not in shape. And I think we were probably one of the well best uh, uh, conditioned team in the country. You know, right. Who, hey, who beat y'all that year? 
We lost to Michigan on the last second shot at the Final Four. At the Final Four was uh, Illinois, Michigan, Seton Hall, and Duke. Mm -hmm. And we had beat Michigan twice that year. Now, get this on that Michigan team that we beat twice that year. Romeo Robinson, Terry Mills, Lloyd Bout, Mark Vaughn, Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm going to throw a name out there to you guys. and. Tell me if it ring a bell real quick. Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka. Yes, sir. You now he was a shooter on that team. Yeah. Now, Rob Palenka was Kobe Bryant's agent the whole time his NBA mm-hmm. career. And mm-hmm. now Rob Palenka is the general manager of, a, of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Yep. And I tell you another guy that was on my team that, you know, you wouldn't know this, but uh, – Mark Steinberg and Mark Steinberg to this day is Tiger Woods agent have been his entire career. That was my college oh. teammate. That's and crazy. So, I didn't know that. And the reason I make that, 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 that statement right there is I'd like to tell youngsters that's coming up, you can turn pro and something other than just basketball, football, and baseball. You get what I'm saying? Now, these guys mm-hmm. had college careers, but look what they they stayed in, the, in, 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 a, in a sport and represented some of the best athletes in the world, some of the best athletes you can ever uh, speak of. Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant. You can still stay around the game and love it. Is that a, is that a mentality that you had at a young age, or was it like when you were in the league, that's when it kind of manifested a little bit more? Well, I, I tell you, that's a that's a great question. I tell you this. I, I used to sit down. Whenever we played the Miami Heat, Bob McAdoo used to come and talk to me. And he used to say, just don't think about basketball. Think about after the game is over. Get to know these wow. GMs. And uh, get to know these players that's sitting on the end of these benches because someday them guys, as well as yourself, could be a president, a GM of a team. I always thought that. I always kept that thought in the back of my head. You know, I never made it to the GM part of uh, of, 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 uh, of a team, but I'm sitting here today going into my – in this pandemic season – this is my 15th year as being the ambassador of the Orlando Magic. Mm. So after my basketball career was over, I transitioned into being a significant part of an organization. And, and, and I enjoy it. I, I, you know, there's, there's, not, there's nothing I don't like about it. I, I just love it. I'm at every game every night. Mm. I get to see every player that a lot of you guys just see on TV. I'm standing next to them, talking to them every night. There's a game in Orlando. So uh, it's, it's, it's great. And it makes me feel good that being the ambassador of the Orlando magic, I think that speaks volumes because here you have an organization that put me in that role because in their eyes, you are what we want to represent our franchise. 
You know, what I'm I got to correct you on one thing, though. Those players are standing next to you. It ain't, you ain't standing next to them. They stand, they stand next to you. So <laughs> let's get that. Let's, they you know, the ones that would be in awe, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just, you know, I love I love, I love, love the game of basketball, and I watch the young fellas today. And, uh, you know, I, I hear about this all the time. Yeah, is, is the game different? Of course. Are the players different? Yes. But I, I I love what I'm seeing today because, you know, I, I look at these guys, they're they real athletic. You know, uh, we always talk about shooters. And I, I tell my son, I have a – my son played at my high school with him and Derrick Rose, the backcourt teammates. We had shooters in my era. You know, I, I, with all due respect with Steph Curry, I love him. I watched him when he used to come to the games as a little bitty ball boy when his dad played for Charlotte. I seen mm-hmm. it then when he's shooting the basketball. But for some reason, young players and people today think that it's only shooters now. Y'all got to be kidding me. Yeah. You played one of the greatest. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. They think, they talk about, and I, and I go on record to say this. You know, and this is what all respect do. They talk about Allen Iverson in the crossover. Allen Iverson didn't create the crossover. That man's name was Tim Hardaway. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. My my me and Tim grew up together. We played against each other in high school. The killer crossover. Mm-hmm. I tell you, there's a lot that was before you guys, and y'all don't understand that. Y'all don't want to <laughs> understand that. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you this question then, since you brought up Steph. Do you do you recognize him? I mean, the media so far calls him the greatest shooter of all time, but it sounds like you may have a different answer for that. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I have a different answer. I'd just say that there were great shooters before Steph Curry, and he's certainly, if not top three, greatest shooters of all time. He, he's in that category, I, I, and that's what all respect do. The young fella can shoot the rock mm-hmm. and he can create his own. See, he can create his own shot. He's just not a guy that you, you know, somebody dribbling, penetrating, and he's standing in the corner. Mm-hmm. This kid can create his shot off the dribble. He can come off a down screen, a cross screen. There's a, there's a, there's a difference. And, you know, I tell people all the time, don't let's not forget about Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about Ray Allen. You know, mm-hmm. those guys, you know, they deadly now. Mm-hmm. They, they deadly. And I, I had this talk with a guy the other day about Ray Allen. I said, man, y'all, y'all better go back and check when Ray Allen was with Milwaukee. When yes. they, Ray Allen would take you off the dribble and put it on your head. Yeah, that mm-hmm. too. <laughs> so he wasn't just a shooter now. No. Post up, and he had those big old Kawhi Leonard hands, and, and get to that rack and put it on your head. Mm-hmm. So you know, I just like to let them know that hey, they didn't just start shooting the rock today. Now, no, you and you mentioned you you played against Michigan when you lost. Did you guard Glenn Rice in that game? Yeah, yeah. And and you talk about deadly shooters. Was he one of the ones you? Oh yeah, Glenn. Glenn wasn't the guy that puts the ball down on on the floor like Steph. Not not at all, but. One or two dribbles. When he got it, he had that high, 
that high arc release. Mm-hmm. Because he's six eight and a half, six nine. It was hard to block his shot. Was just a great shooter. I mean, can shoot the shoot that rock, man. He can shoot it. Yeah, he really could. So in your in your era, who who was the best shooter that you saw uh, in your era playing? Like who was that person who was was that guy? Well, it was it was a lot of them, but I'm a, I'm going to say the one that is going to tell you what he was going to do, how he was going to do it, and when he was going to do it, and that was Larry Bird. Mm. Oh wow! And, you know, I can remember stories Larry Bird out on the floor. Uh, saying stuff. I hope your mama is not watching because I'm about to embarrass you. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And and, and 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 can shoot the rock. Just and, and everybody. Larry Bird was six nine, mm-hmm. six ten. Yeah. You know, and, and, and can shoot the ball. I mean, and another great shooter, in my opinion, that I don't hear a lot of people talk about was Chris Mullen. You're right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Chris Mullen can shoot the rock. Mm-hmm. TMC. I mean, just, just, just got to give him credit when it's due now. See, all these guys, see, I don't expect the younger generation to, because a, young, a lot of these youngsters don't go and do their homework. They don't know who come before them. I, I recall being at a game one day, and it was a basketball team, high school team that was there uh, watching the game, and I was talking to a few of the guys, and we were playing Atlanta Hawks. And Dominique was sitting on the other side doing TV, as he do now. And I asked the young fella, I said, you know who that guy is right there? No, I don't know. Can he play? Oh, wow. And I said, young fella, you got Google on your phone, YouTube, go YouTube. And after he came back, he, oh man, he can, you know, the first thing he told, oh, he can jump to the moon. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I made my son, yeah. you know, I, he lives not far from me. I seen him in the grocery store. I made my son do the same thing, yeah, right there in the grocery store. I was like, man, look, Google this man. It's a statue outside, yeah, right and, outside. Then some young guys didn't even know who Patrick Ewing was. I like, would you, would you say? Me? Would you say that he's one of the most criminally underrated, like, or appreciated, I would say, uh, NBA, like, superstars, Patrick Ewing? Because yeah. I feel like I, I, his name comes up a lot when, or it doesn't come up a lot when you talk about, like, one of the greatest big men. It, like, it's definitely. Era. You know, and, and people, what people do today is base things on, oh, he don't have any rings. And? Right. What does that mean? Does that 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 don't justify what he did? Yeah, he was close. Another guy, and I tell these young guys, I said, "Man, y'all have nightmares guarding this dude. Call him alone. Y'all have nightmares. And For real? Physical play? Come on, man. Even Charles Barkley. A lot of you guys that y'all don't know." How, how tough Chuck was, man. And and play the way we play. Knock your head off and the ref be telling him, man, get your ass up and go shoot that them free throws and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so what do you we, we got a super chat? Uh let me let me ask you this super chat question. Then I got another question for you after that. 
But let me see. Hold on one second. I lost it. Thank you, Dragon Knight 49. Dragon Knight 49 said, uh, Nick, what's the most breathtaking moment you had while playing in the league? Thanks so much for being on the show. Much love from South Carolina. That year, we went to the on that on that journey to the to the finals. Man, we was we was one of the young, youngest teams in NBA history to go to the finals. Mm-hmm. That regular season, we were sixty and twenty two finishing the regular season. Mm. We were thirty nine and two at home. Damn, thirty nine and two mm. at home. The only two teams we lost to was Utah and Seattle. Seattle had Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Dattler Shrimp, Nate McMillan, Percy Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about that team. And then Utah was Carl Malone, John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek. Uh, just uh, w- both well-coached teams and, and you. Yeah, Hall, Hall of, of Famers, Famers nonetheless. <laughs> Hall of Famers. But that journey on our way to the NBA Finals, you know, they used to talk about where they talented, but they're young. They don't have any experience. That might have been true. But, man, we, we was playing basketball, man. We was hooping. We played Boston the first round. And I can honestly sit here and say I played the very last basketball game ever played in the Boston Garden. Because mm. we beat the Celtics that game to knock them out to go to the second round. That was the last game ever played in the Boston Garden. And then they moved to the new facility. Mm. Second round. Now, on that Boston team, you had Dino Rogers, Sherman Douglas, Dominique. Rick Fox, mm-hmm. you know, she had some D Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second round, we, we played the Bulls. That was when MJ came back. And that speaks for itself. That team speaks for itself. We lost, we, we beat the Bulls, then we go on and, 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 and play the Pacers. The, with Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson, Rick, Rick Smith. Smith, the Davis boys. Yep. And I tell them to them day, boy, them Davis boys was hell. <laughs> <laughs> boy, they was hell. That was some big dudes. 6'11", physical. Mm-hmm. They were hell. And they was coached by, uh, in my opinion, a damn good coach in Larry Brown. They played mm-hmm. with attitude. And then we lost to the, to, to the Rockets. In the finals, and everybody always tell me, oh, Nick Anderson missed four free throws in the game. So damn what? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sean, I know you got a question for that, because I, I wanted to ask you, since you brought it up, living through that, I was hoping you would have the mindset that you have now, or at least the way you presented it, because that's a lot to put on just one person. Yeah, okay. Get this. I used to hear people, they're just people, man. Internet jokes, whatever. You take the good with the bad. It's the territory. You know, fans are fickle. I know that. Fans are fans. When everything's going well, they riding your job. Things don't go well for you all here. I understand. That's, I take all that, man. I Give me it. 
I take that smoke. That's just mm. the way it is. But a quick story. One, I, I, I was out one time and the guy was like, oh, man, you missed those four free throws in game six. Huh? Wow. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? Game six? We got swept. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know what he was talking about. Uh-huh. And then it was game one. Mm-hmm. And think of this: if you go back and watch the tape, we was up on Houston twenty-seven, and they came back. I missed the free throws later stage of the game. I got fouled by Elijah twice. They're like, what you think? I'm gonna step up there and. Miss them just oh I gotta miss these. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm playing in the NBA finals, dude. I'm trying to give you 150%. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's just the man. I take all that smoke, man. I take that. Okay, yeah. Nick Anderson missed four free throws in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I take that smoke. How how long did it take you to get over that though? Like that's you know it, it, I, that's another great question. And and those who 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 don't play sports or ain't never been in that situation, man. When you when you do your best, that's that stayed with me for a long time, man. Mm. That stayed with me for a long time because I felt I, I felt that people was questioning me about me going out and giving my best. Look at that game. Go back and if you can, real quick. I don't know if you got it. Uh, what? Look at the stats. That first game that I had against Houston, I don't. I think I maybe had twenty points. If that twenty-two, if I'm not mistaken, a couple oh, yeah, rebounds. And I was playing against another Hall of Fame and Clyde Drexler. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, I'm out there trying to. I'm trying to win a championship. Don't question me. Oh, you weren't giving it to your all, huh? And I've heard that. I, I, I really, I've heard that. That's that was more disturbing to me than anything. Yeah. That when I when I step on that court, man, I used to have this scowl on my face, and everybody said, "Why he mad?" That's just the way I played, man. When we stepped on that floor, I didn't like you. We wasn't. It was time to get it on. That's just the way I play. Mm-hmm. But when we step away from that, we cool. But I ain't got no friends when I'm out there. I'll be mad at my damn teammates sometimes. That's just the way I play. And that's that, that, was, that was just me. But I, I've heard all that, man. It, 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 the jokes. And, look, I'm 53 years old today, and I still hear the jokes. I still, I, I could be out. Oh, man, why you missed the free throw? You 17 years old. What you know about it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What hey. you know about me missing some damn free throws? Hey, 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 Mick. G, G just texted me and say, how many free throws did Shaq miss? And that's <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't think about that part. You're right. Oh, yes, but, but like I said, when I go back to when I said about that's how fans are, man. But it's cool. I take I take I take that, man. I mm-hmm. take that. And see, that's more that's more important to me. Cause like my son, 
play, you know, he plays high school sports. Now he's a ninth grader. To me, it's more important for him to know failure than it is success because you made it to the mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? You, you're at the top level. If you never failed, you can't handle that. Like the average person could not have come back and said what you just said. So to me, that take more character than anything else to get. To Man, I, 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 take, I take that smoke all day. Yeah, most I can't do it. Uh, I take it all day. But you can you can you can joke about that all you want to. But you can't joke about what I did throughout my career. Whether you not like at all. Or, not, not at all. Now, now we, now we. See, are going, but get this, get this. Oh, go ahead. Before Shaq, we drafted Shaq and Penny and all those guys. A lot of people don't know. I averaged twenty points a game too. Yep. Yes. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't understand that. They don't realize. They don't know that. I took a back seat for to win, mm-hmm. and I played on a team. Just think of this. I was on a team with three All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Penny, Shaq, and Horace. Mm-hmm. And I still averaged 15 and five and a half, six rebounds a game. I defended the Reggie Millers, the Joe Dumas, the Michael Jordans. Yes, sir. Drexes, every night in and night out. I guarded the hardest player on the other team if he wasn't a center. Mm. That was my job every night, and I still put up numbers. Yes, sir. Inside now, and out. I just wasn't – I post you up whether you're 5'10 or 6'10. Come on, get this work, player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you still can do it. I was going to say, hey, let him talk, Sheldon. Talk yeah. your – hey, I'm never going to hold back a Nick from talking come on, shit. Come on, get this work. You can talk all you want to, but yeah. come on, get this work, because this 6'5 and a half, 6'6, 240, I'm about to put on you. Yep. Yes, sir. Hey, now let's go back. Let's go and back. Then, you see, my thing okay. was, I tell the young fellas, look, man, I learned from the my 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 guy who I always want to be like as a as a player on the floor and away from the guy. Man, I got I have to this day I have so much respect for him. And he used to talk to me during the games when we played them and show me the little tricks in the trade of the game. Joe Dumas is my dude. Yes, what up, sir. Detroit? Detroit representing. Uh, be in the house. My dude. <laughs> Detroit. You just I made these days. He wants to be like Joe Dumas. Because Joe Dumas is a, a, like, like me in a sense. He didn't get the recognition that he was supposed to have. And Joe Dumas was that dude talking about, Mama, there go that man. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. He's going to do you up and then he's going to give you post up work. And that J on the other end. Yep. Yep. And I always want to be, I, I used to try to model my game after Joe Dumas. And he's a hell of a person away from the floor. So that was my guy. And that's all, with all due respect with everybody else that I played against, man. But I was, Joe Dumas was my guy. But I never shied away from who I had to play against. and. It, it, I played against man. I played against some hell of a ball players throughout my entire career, man. Yeah. Some who yeah. didn't. Some who 
who should have gotten all-star recognition and those who were all-stars. And I'm going to throw another name out to, out to you guys that he was hell to play against. Mm. Mitch Richmond. Mm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting on that yep. one. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yep. man. Yep. Underrated. Very One of the most underrated Very two guards in the underrated. game. Underrated. Yeah. How, how, how some people soon to forget. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he was a walking 26 a game bucket easy. There you go. Easy. There you go. He was hell and he was hell to, he was, man, he was a handful to deal with. Oh, yeah. Six, five. I mean, give you numbers. Numbers. Like it was. And then numbers. just think about this. Think about this. You have to prepare yourself every night. And I tell the guys, even today, you have to prepare yourself. That, 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 that sheet that they put on your chair, mm-hmm. that, that scouting report mm-hmm. about what a guy likes to do with the ball, where you're going left hand, right hand, that scouting report. Think of this. We got Indiana tonight. I'm guarding Reggie Miller. I know that I'm going off a million screens said about the Davis boys, Rick Smith. Now I got to get through these screens. I got to stop this dude from shooting his J, getting to the cup and all that. And then the next day, you go out. I got a guard, Clyde Drexler, who can get to the basket, mm-hmm. who was an athlete. Yeah. So, so my job wasn't – I didn't have no easy job, man. Night in and night out, yeah. I had to be ready to play. I'm, gl- I'm glad you – what's up, Nick? <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Anderson? <laughs> um, my Midwest brother, I'm from, I'm from Detroit. So I said, you know, I know you're from Chicago. And okay. play with play with the great uh, Ben Wilson – your high school days, but um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people, because I played basketball, the highest I played was at AU, um, in my in my day. Um, so I'm glad that you mentioned about like how people don't really realize on a night to night basis, like who you guard and who you have to play against on a night to night basis, and the fact that you you know you and amongst other NBA greats, you still play at a consistent level, you know, for 82 games, like. You know that that that's impressive. And I think people take away from that. Like they always be like, "Oh, well, he didn't step up this game." Like, dude, I just got finished playing such and such, such and such, and such and such. You know, three nights in a row. So I think mm-hmm. I'm glad you. Well, well, it's a lot of them. when you hear a lot of that talk. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just be talking so they can hear themselves talk. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. A lot of them can't even walk and chew gum at the same time, let alone get in <laughs> on the court. Right. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. See, I can, I can. You can easily talk about what you want gonna do, but get your ass out there and do it. Exactly. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. I be telling, I be telling guys all the time, especially young guys. I'm like, you looking at that 12, 13 man on that bench, coming? He don't play, but that twelve or thirteen man will give you some work. Yep. Don't get it twisted. Yep. Don't get it twisted. Just because you don't see him on a nightly basis, oh, he can't do this. He can't do that. Once you get your ass yeah. out there, then you understand. Man, yes, them same rec dudes that be talking junk, that, that 12 guy on the bench will come in that rec league and look like Michael Jordan. <laughs> he will look you like go. Michael Jordan. Like, you'd be like, wait a minute, you don't even play? And you playing in the league? I, we don't ever see you. But yeah. he'll come in that rec league and will put up 40 on you in the heartbeat. Like, there's nothing. They don't, they don't understand that. They don't understand that, yeah. no. And and, and and then they were like, uh, they, oh, man, uh, 
uh, he should be playing. <laughs> he playing behind Kevin Durant, dude. Yeah, that right. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, he you, you, work, you know what Kevin Durant going to give you. Yeah. And I, I be listening to these young fellas talking about, yeah. oh, I can, man, I can guard step. I can, man, watching and having your ass out there is a thousand times different. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's, it's, oh. You can talk about you're going to do this and do that. Don't, no. It's look, a whole, it's a whole different piece when you out there. Look at, look at it like this, man. Everybody want to be a high draft pick for, for a number of reasons. You know, more money. Yeah, mm-hmm. we 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 playing this game to get paid now. Don't get that twisted. Mm-hmm. But it's some guys that go undrafted and they make these teams and they become all stars. They put that work in. Ben Wallace. A lot of these cats don't want to put the work in, but they want what what these guys have who put the work in. Mm-hmm. Right. You want you want to be glorified. But you won't come and put the work in the practice. My my pops used to tell me all this all the time before he passed. Look, man, be the first one in the gym and the last one to leave. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do a little bit of everything. Pass, dribble, shoot, defense. Have a have a have a have an all-around game. See, a lot of these guys only can play on one end of the floor. Everybody can play offense, but not many want to play defense. Mm-hmm. But then again, you think about you can make a good living being a hell of a defensive stopper. Right. And then one guy that comes to mind to me, and I think about him all the time, and on offense, you can find him in the corner pocket. But on the other end, he guarding the best player on the other team. Bruce Bowen. There you go. I knew you were talking about. There you go. Bruce Bowen. There you go. See, a lot of everybody, these youngsters today, they want to be the Kyrie Irvins. They want to be LeBron and stuff. Everybody ain't going to be them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Find your niche and get in where you fit in because they write checks for that position, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother went to a camp in Orlando. It was under, I can't remember, one, one of the assistant coaches y'all had back then was talking. And he said that very thing to, to my brother and them. He said, listen. He was at my brother was at an NBA camp and he played a, a small uh, NBA college. But he told him, he said, "You guys aren't going to come in the league and score twenty. So you need to find something that you do well, and you better do it better than anybody else in here. That's how you're going to get it." I've I've witnessed this in training camps, where it's two guys, one is athletic as hell, run, jump, <laughs> rebound, but it. Work that they suck, but you got this other kid mm-hmm. who, 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 if a starter come out, want to rest, he the first one in. I got a coach, I'm in, I'm working hard, I'm there. He the first one to practice, he's the last one to leave. He doing a, coaches respect guys like that. The guy that you may think is going to get that, that spot ain't always, that don't always happen. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing, man. You you go in and bust your butt and show your work ethic and, and be a team player. Coaches like that. Organizations like that. They like to keep guys around with a positive attitude to show other guys, hey, look at this kid. We like that. Right. We like that. See, a, a lot of them don't understand. And me, me 
growing up and, and, and going through it, man, experiencing it uh, of, of, of different things. Never forget, these are, I, if these youngsters out here listening and watching this right now, somebody always watching you. Mm. Whether you want to believe it or not. Yep. Somebody so always watching you. That's going to make them decisions where do I want him around in my organization? Or we need a guy like that. They watch it, man. They know what you, you might not think it. They know what you're doing on the court and away from the court. Right. They're just like, you know, just like you out here doing something you ain't got no business and, just, and thinking ain't nobody to see you. Somebody that's seen something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh, Shelton, I, I don't know if you, if, if you have any other questions. Um, I wanted to I give do. You- I do. <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask this one. This is very important. It's really not a question. We're going to go back to that playoff series that we talked about. You talked about y'all, you know, y'all beat the Bulls. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this now. Legend has it that you said 45 ain't 23. Because 45 to go back to number 23. Let me tell you how it went down. Let me tell you how it went down. After the game, a reporter just asked me, said, the difference between 45 and, and 23. And I said 45 was a little rusty. He hadn't, <laughs> he came back uh doing the season, season that had already started. Yep. And he had to he shake did. the rust off. Mm-hmm. And he went back and said that, oh, Nick Anderson said 45 <laughs> ain't like 23. So I had to take that smoke, y'all. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah. following that following year, they they man, they swept y'all. Yeah. So so, uh, hey, so listen, so I appreciate that because that means you're the sole catalyst in making Michael Jordan be who Michael Jordan is <laughs> because you boosted the second half of that career <laughs> with the words. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Let, I want I want to show y'all something. Give me one second. Let me show you something. All right. <laughs> hey, Horace Grant told that story on the documentary. I don't know if. if for the people who miss what we're talking about, Michael Jordan came back as number 45 because he, he said that his dad wasn't there to oh. watch him. Oh, oh, man. Look at that. Classic. That's dope. That is crazy. <laughs> and look, you look, you post them up. Like you said, no matter how tall <laughs> you is, you're going to get this work. You're going to get this work. I don't care if you MJ. I'm I'm, I'm going to put you in this post, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I, I went back and watched that. I went back and watched that last steal. Man, that place looked electric. That place looked packed beyond. Oh, capacity. it was it was it was electrifying. I tell you, I can I still remember that play like it, I did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, he they inbounded the ball and he brought it. And I went, I, I reached at the ball, and he got around me. He got a, a step and a half, two steps in front of me, and he was dribbling up the right side of the court. And he looked over his left shoulder to see where I was at but I was on the right side of him and I got behind him and I tipped the ball away with my left hand. And I tipped it to Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Penny Hardaway. Now, some of you, you probably didn't even know this. They actually gave Penny the steal. Oh man. That's what? crazy. Yeah. No way. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said Penny Hardaway. Some people say Penny Hardaway stole the ball. Oh, they no. gave him the steal. Yeah, yeah. You you hit that right in the pin his lap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But we had 
you know, and this is this is again, I say this with all due respect because I would never re- disrespect any of my peers that I played against. That's that's not my style. In my opinion, that I faced, and I can't speak for everybody else, because everybody else may not feel the same way that I feel. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player I ever played against. And you heard it here. There, there you go. That's it. You heard it from an expert at the game that's finally saying what people always thought. Now, can you tell us why you say that? He gave you 48 minutes of hell. Mm. Mm. He didn't take no plays off. That wasn't his style. Uh, he was a competitor. And I'm not saying that other guys are not. That's right. not right, what right, I'm right. saying. But I'm telling you what this dude would do. He would give you 48 minutes of hell. I'll tell you a quick story. I'll never forget. We were playing the Bulls. This is early in my career, before Shaq and Penny. Scott Scott years. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we are playing the Bulls here in Orlando. And, you know, back then, Orlando was relatively new to professional basketball. Mm -hmm. But before professional basketball, came to Orlando, you had sports fans here, people who from Boston, L.A., Chicago, Detroit, but wasn't those NBA basketball here, but those were their teams. So when those teams came to play, you would see a lot. When we played the Celtics, you would see a lot of green jerseys, half of the arena, the Lakers, so on and so forth. When we played the Bulls, there was the arena was Chicago Bull Ray. And we walking out on the floor and he said, look at all these damn people came to see me play. I'm about to put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. He, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that game he had 54. Wow, man. Who has that moxie in the league now, man? Like, that's crazy. I mean, he was, he was, he was so special. And then I got to, re- I'll be remiss if I don't, I don't mention this. And I wish people would stop saying this crap because that's exactly what it was. Oh, Scottie Pippen wasn't that good. Man, y'all too damn mind. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Who don't said know. that? I don't even remember you know, people saying that. These, a lot of these young cats, these people. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, Who didn't see, witness it? Oh, Scottie wasn't that. Huh? I got you. I got you. Yeah. Man, yeah that's you, crazy. You got to be kidding me. This guy, six foot seven, six eight, was a hell of a defender. Mm-hmm. Get, gave you a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. You know, I, I hear that all the time. Like, I, I, evidently, you don't know the game of basketball. You really right. don't. You really don't. And I think about those Bulls teams that we played against. You had MJ, Scotty, um, John Paxson, mm-hmm. and let's let's talk about Ron Harper. Ron Harper before Ron Harper hurt oh. his knee. He yeah. was comparing him. He, he was he was supposed to be the like a Jordan. He player. was at yeah yeah yeah. And in, in Cleveland, you think about in Cleveland, some people have, I don't expect these youngsters to know. Cleveland team you know, hell. What yeah. what these, what comes out these youngsters' mouth today? And y'all hear you be like, man, you don't know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think about Cleveland's team back in the day. Yeah, it was hell. Price at the point guard Craig Elo. 
Great. Brad Doherty, Larry Brad Daniel. Doherty. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, man, they don't they, they speak on something that they don't they don't know about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around here a little bit. I'm gonna ask y'all this question. What team did Ben Wallace, Chris Webber, Jawan Howard, Washington Bullets? There you yep. go. Yep. <laughs> See, a lot of a lot of them don't Washington know that. Bullets. Yeah. That was the early oh, years. That was, was on the same, was on the same team. team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids don't know that. That's crazy. The red Washington Bullets with the hands, with the little hand logo. They had yeah. the, that's when they was red. That's the red Man, yeah. Do y'all homework yeah. before you try to comment on something. And I asked them, I said, what do Run TMC stand for? They didn't know. Huh? Yeah. That was the yeah. early Golden State Warrior years back then. Yeah. Look, that was the most exciting team in basketball, too. Mm-hmm. Do your homework so you know who paved the way before your ass. Because <laughs> you reaping the benefits of yes. what somebody else has done. Correct. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, real quick. Um, G said, ask you what Jordan said when he came in your huddle. We'll be back after this quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Oh, I'll never forget this. <laughs> <laughs> he stuck his head in our huddle right before the tip-off, and he pointed at Reggie Theus. He said, I'm about to kill your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young fella. I'm like, oh my God. what's going on. <laughs> oh, my God. We get ready to walk out on the floor. He told me, oh, you got MJ and I'm a guy Scott. I was like, no, nah, he was talking to your ass. <laughs> 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 he he said, I don't want, I don't want now, that residue. <laughs> look, man, I, I remember those days, man. We used to sit on, the, I used to be on the bench, not in the game. And he said, one time he said, because in, in, in the locker room before the game, they used to, coach used to say, don't let, we used to call him the black cat. Don't mm-hmm. let the black cat go baseline. And he come out. He's like, I know y'all was in that time. Don't let me go baseline. I'm going anyway. <laughs> he go, go anyway. And all you see was the bottom of that night. Wow. <laughs> and and we, he go to baseline. He throw that thing down. We'd be on the best time. Like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff, man. Man, he was, dude, dude was a. You know, and I played against the best. Dude was a treat to to play against. And me and MJ is cool. He my boy. We hang out. And he probably one of the if you don't know him, and people they watch that the 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 last dance and they like, 
oh, oh, he he's this. And you you make a perception. You people make perceptions about everybody. This is probably the nicest dude you ever want to be around, man. Mm-hmm. The nicest cat you ever want to be around, man. And people people were like, oh man, he don't say nothing. You know, when he be out, it ain't that he don't want to. It's the people don't let him enjoy himself. Mm. Oh, I can see that. Right. I can he see can't that. be himself. You're going to scrutinize. And I, I, I see it today. You scrutinize players for not being the way that you want them to be. Right. Mm. Just because you don't, you, he, you think he should be doing something else. Oh, he a bad guy. I don't like him. Man, stop judging people if you ain't never sat down and broke bread with them. That's true. That hey, that's a that's a statement in itself right there to remember. Because jealousy is in the dictionary. And some of them open up that dictionary and see their damn face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mirror. Yeah. I'm like, dude, get to know somebody. Every day ain't a good day for everybody. Every day ain't a good day for you. I tell people all the time, look, man, just because a lot of these people are on a big screen and doing this and doing that, does that not make them human beings? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I say all the time, break bread with somebody, man. Get to know a person, man. That's I, I hear that. I hear stuff about me, man, to this day. I'm like, huh? <laughs> but that's just people, man. Yeah. That's just people, man. Hey, I got I got a question for you because Elijah is my favorite uh NBA player. Um, you have any Elijah Wan stories? Huh? Elijah Wan gonna give you that work. <laughs> man. <laughs> like he played in like Ewan, Shaq. That's one. That's he played in a, in an era of centers, man. Yeah, that's a killing, that's man. that's think still of, you and me. Also, that's arguably the best era. Look at this era back then. Yeah, and and, and I tell people all the time, Rich Smith wasn't no slouch, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You Rick Smith, Patrick Ewan, Elijah Wan, Shaq, David Robinson, David Robinson. Yep, Carl yeah. Malone, Carl Malone. Come on, Mark man. Eaton. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, man. So could so so in in that question, do you think the players I saw where they say they couldn't play in today's NBA? What do you think about people that say that? Your era, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Garnett said it. Yeah, Kevin Garnett has said yeah, it. The guys in our era couldn't play in today's era. Yeah, yeah, that's what Kevin. My Garnett own personal opinion. That's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's is it because is it because the way they play defense now that they can't hand check no more or anything? Is or just I don't I, I really don't know why you say that because mm. and I'm speaking just my own personal opinion. You know, gotcha. he got his own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? Y'all just getting the rebound and coming down, you you jacking up a three. <laughs> right. Okay, think of this. Let's be honest. If I beat you off the dribble, I basically got a layup, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you rim protectors at? Name me. Uh, it's positionless basketball now. It, yeah. it's no, it's Rudy no Gobert is the only one. Yeah. It ain't. It ain't many rim, rim protectors. But mm. that's just the way the game is today. Game, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just think of this. You think the Knicks with Mason, Ewan, Oak, oh. and all them? You think Russell Russell Westbrook 
getting to the basket that easy? No, sir. Okay. Nope. No, sir. Nope. No, nah, it ain't happening. We I gonna, mean, and gonna, if he if he is get to the basket, they gonna they, they gonna, gonna look at him. Feel it. Yeah, they gonna they gonna look at you like, well, all right, you gonna come down here if you want to. Okay. Again, Dennis Rodman, Rick Mahorn, Lambeer. Hmm. You ain't getting no easy layup every every time you feel like you want to. Yeah. Come on. So yeah. why? What? 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 What's the difference than playing back then and saying we can't play in the, today's game? Give me, give me. I, I want examples. Mm-hmm. I want, yeah. Why would you say that? Why? What are they doing different that we didn't do? Right. Is it one of the arguments that they they're uh, that the players today are more athletic than they were back in the day? Isn't that okay? Go down and go down. Pick a team. Pick. Give me any team, and tell me who is so athletic. Out of I wish was here. Okay, okay. Let's pick the Hawks. Who on that roster is so athletic besides John Collins? That's pretty much. That's man. it. That's uh, it. Probably Cam Reddish. Okay. Mm. That's not. That's I not. Mean, I mean, I you know, I I know you, I know you trying to say something. <laughs> when they say athletic. Give me, give me a full definition of what they mean. So athletic. I think, I think they're talking about what B was saying, like position is bas- like positionless basketball. When it comes to, they can guard multiple positions. They just not guarding their position. Yeah, so like, I guess it's like, like okay. Faster, I, stronger. I, I, okay. I'm saying it takes more athleticism to do that. I, I understand that question. Give me a guy off a team that's can guard multiple positions. Besides LeBron and Kawhi, can can Jonathan Isaac guard multiple positions? You think in Orlando? Okay, I think he can. But okay, you think Jonathan Isaac is standing in front of Isaiah Thomas back then? No. Well, never mind. No, <laughs> no that's man. what I understand. That's a good point. Okay, can Jonathan Isaac? And I love Ji. We just talking. Yeah, can Jonathan Isaac. Guard Charles Barkley and Carl Malone. No, they they knock him him out so quick. So I don't understand what they talking about. The players are more athletic. I don't get it. I don't. I I don't. I don't get it. And LJ was my favorite player back then. He he was one of the most athletic players you ever find in the game. So I don't get it. I I don't see why they compare compare him to Zion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's yeah, yes. You know that that that's a match. You know what I'm saying? That that's it's not but, like he like play said, him and he'd be too much for him. Like you said, you know, it's all due respect. You know, this is but I don't understand when they say more athletic. Who are you talking about? <laughs> right. Probably LeBron and Russell Westbrook. I don't know. That's don't, yeah, they only know. talking about two, three players. They ain't talking yeah. about the whole league. They ain't talking yeah. about the whole league. Hey, we gotta, I, okay. Well, say that then, but don't say <laughs> the league, yeah. the whole the entire league. league is. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Go ahead with the super chat. Oh, okay. 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 For the sake of the argument, Kevin Garnett said that, right? And I love KG. Yeah. 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 Who in today's game going to guard KG when he was in Minnesota? Maybe Giannis. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Giannis. Maybe Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant don't like the bang. 
Nah. Um, Anthony Davis. It'd be Giannis and Bam, I would say, probably, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, but we name it. It's not like we naming a plethora of, like, today's okay. players. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we just named out four, okay. really. That's it. A young Tim Duncan. Who going to check him? Mm. <laughs> yeah, because Rudy, Rudy Gobert getting that work. He getting that yeah. work. Everybody getting that work. Getting that work. Yeah, <laughs> he getting yeah. that work. Yeah, getting no that <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah, I don't understand athletic. It ain't like everybody that played in our era had five inch verticals. That's true. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one guy that when you look at the stat sheet, you said, "Man, he had thirty. Reggie Lewis. Oh man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Play 27 minutes. You got and he had 30. Mm-hmm. Just quiet. A quiet yep. 30. Yeah. Peace. So, like I said, yeah, I don't understand what they be talking about. Reggie say- Lewis and Reggie Lewis and Lynn Bias was supposed to be uh Boston's future post post uh Larry McHale and Robert Paris. They were yeah. they were set to be the Boston's future. Yeah. Yep. I just don't understand when they say more athletic. Who are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, the league, the league is full of greats. Hey, we got to let me let me tell you about the Super Chat real quick. Uh, Black Uru Strikes. Appreciate you, Black Uru from Chicago. He said, I'm from Chicago. Uh, my worst sports fan moment was when Nick in the final line I lost in 1989 Final Four against Michigan. Never quite got over that. So we appreciate you, Black Uru. I tell you, bro, I never got over that either because we had beat Michigan twice that twice year that by year. 15, 17. Yep. It was like, yeah. And they beat us on the last second shot, 83, mm-hmm. 81, mm-hmm. at the Final Four in Seattle. i yep. never forget, like I said, it was us, Duke, Seton Hall, and Michigan. Yeah. Yep. And Dick Vitale said, the winner of the Michigan-Illinois will, game will win the national championship. And yep. that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. We won, yep, we won exactly in 89. Right. Yep. Yep. And it, Another. I got. Oh, go yeah, go I got. Um, I got one question before we wrap up tonight. Um, it's more about like what's going on currently in the NBA. Uh, Nick, you were talking about as far as you, you clearly keep up with today's NBA, and you were also talking about coaching as well. Um, the Atlanta Hawks. You brought up the Hawks just recently. Uh, they let go of Lloyd Pierce. I was wondering what you, what your thoughts about that and just coaching in general in the NBA, especially when it comes to black coaches. I was shocked. I was really shocked. Uh, me personally, I thought, you know, he he as a young up and coming coach that uh, he should have been uh, given more time. And then, you know, this this any coach, not just Coach Pierce, but any coach that has to coach today in this pandemic situation, mm. it's mm. difficult. Because you don't know who's going to be available. You don't know what might happen the next game. That's for any coach to – that's a difficult situation for them to coach in. So, me personally, I just thought he should have uh, a little bit more time. Look at at the Hawks team. They're a bunch of – and I can – with all due respect, I can say they're a bunch of babies. Yeah, they're young. You know, they they need time to – what is this, Trey Young's second, third – what? Second year, what is it? Third, third year? Third year. 
Third you year. got Cam Reddish. You Second got year. Uh, the kid from Virginia. Second year. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah. You, got a, you got a bunch of young guys who need time to to gel, to 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 play more together, uh, get a mm-hmm. feel for one another's game. And I just personally think he was deserving a little, little bit more time uh, under the circumstances. Uh, he's a he's a young head coach himself. Yeah. How do you gain experience if you don't give him it the is. opportunity? Yeah, correct. I think he he was deserving of more time. And today, they always said it even more so today. I was just reading about it today that some players, they said Trey Young and a few other guys wanted him out. Mm. I, yeah, I that's just what I heard. That today. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Let's I hope forget, that wasn't true. Let's not forget that this has always and will be a player's league. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, so it's unfortunate. It's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. And I, I, if you ever met him, Lloyd Pierce, he's a great guy away from the court. Hmm. I, you know, I don't understand what is there not to like him, but I know. In this league, wins count more than anything. Right. You yeah. got to win. Yeah, win cures everything. Yeah. So yeah. so is it more important to have a great head coach or um, great assistants? Like, what's more important, the head coach or I, head coach? I, I really don't think one is more important than the other. You got to have a great group of young guys, group of talent. Because let's face it, talent going to win you ball games. You put together the right talent and they're gelling at the right time. And then your coaching staff, I think he had, they brought in Nate McMillan. I thought is a he's a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. He knows what it takes to win. And then, you know, as well, I know watching sports and being around sports, you know, this, this happens a lot in football. If you lose the locker room, you can, you can, you can cancel Christmas. Yeah. Correct. Yep. So you got to have everybody on the same page. And and, and then you think of this. Everybody can't play. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to play, but everybody can't play. So you got to, in a, on a professional level, I don't care what sports you in, involved in, you're dealing with a bunch of egos. You're dealing with a bunch of guys who make three and four times the money you do. Yeah. It's a lot that you have to deal with that you have to minimize, maximize, whatever it is. It's a whole, it is, don't, I tell people all the time, don't ever think that it's easy for any coach. I don't care what level it is. Just, just think about AAU. When you got mm-hmm. the pants on the side of them, why my son? My son ain't ain't play? Play? <laughs> yep. You got to deal with all that. I'm taking my son off of this team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's just a lot to a lot to deal with. It, it happens in college. It happens in it's it's every day in the pros. And then you you the guy that has to make that decision and who to play, how long they play, who's going to be in this in this play on this last second shot to win this game. It's a lot that goes into it. And honestly, and not only Lloyd Pierce, but there's a lot of the young coaches who are deserving. 
of it and their time is cut short because things don't go right as quickly as some organizations may want. Mm. Yeah, it's just difficult. And some of those guys that have to make that decision to get rid of the coach, some of them don't want to make that decision. It's the ones that's over them putting the pressure on them to make that decision also. So it's just a lot that goes on in the organization that has to be dealt with, you know? And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if, if, if there's other organizations out there that's watching, they know Lloyd Pierce is a young, bright mind. He's deserving of a not, another opportunity. And you guys sitting here, you know, as well as I know, you look on some coaching uh, staff right now, and the coaches uh, that's deserving of being a head coach somewhere. It's a lot of guys out there, but it's a bunch of hard decisions. So, so how do we, how are we going to fix this problem though? With with and Nick, this is what you were trying to ask, and I was going to ask the same question. Uh, with the lack of black coaches in in NBA and NFL, for that matter, how how do they fix that? How do we get? the coaches to represent what you see on the product on the court. Well, well, you know, you, you know, in the NBA, they have a coaches league uh, committee or whatever. And I, I guess it starts with them. You know, I, that's a great question, but it's something that I can't answer because I'm not in that realm of things. Yeah. Do we want to see, of course, as a young black man, as a former black player, would I like to see more black head coaches? Of course. I'll be lying to say that I don't. Mm. Is there a lot of guys out there deserving of that opportunity? Sure. But will they get it? That's the remain to be seen. I don't have the answer to that. Right. Speaking of that, would you be interested in coaching? Now that you talked it. about working I back. I think I have, I think I have a, a water, a world of experience to give, not only as a former player on the court, but away from the court. Because a lot of people don't know what young men go through, some of the stuff that's untold. Some of the guys that experience the the distractions that that come along with that. You guys need to stay here. Because, look, man, I done had my – what they say, every dog has his day, and Mm -hmm. some dogs have two. <laughs> I didn't been. I have been through it, man. I'm not. I'm not. I, I would never tell anybody that the path that I went down was narrow and straight because I'll be lying to you. Right. Mm. They need somebody to say, like I tell my son. I used to tell my son, "Hey, man, don't do that." I'm not telling you not to do that because I'm hating. I'm mm-hmm. telling you not to do that because I did that, and this was the outcome. Mm-hmm. This was the outcome. And you always, you got you got some guys, are, oh, they ain't going to never happen to me. And them been the first ones that happened to me. Yep. Right. Think of this. Today, you got $10 in your pocket. Tomorrow, you sign that NBA or that NFL, that Major League Baseball contract. You got 40, you got 40 million. Wow. You got some people out there thinking that's my 40 million too. Yeah. They plotting on how can I how can I get some of that? Mm-hmm. 
Listen, fellas, been there, done that, got a T-shirt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, do I want to be what I love to coach? Of course. Not only I want to help on the court, but I think I have a world of experience to, and knowledge to, to give to these young guys away from the court. See, good. Think of this, and I, I, I'll let y'all go. What you do today can affect you for a lifetime. It can, you can, what you have worked so long for took you 30 years, 20 years, or whatever it may be, whatever you're doing can be lost in a matter of seconds if you do something dumb. Yes, sir. And I think that I can help young guys like, hey, man, you can talk to me. I want to be able to, the guys trust me. See, see what a lot of organizations need is, and I, I'm be totally honest, what they need is a guy for these young guys to come back and talk to about some of the stuff that they going through. Not all these executives, not some of these coaches. Mm-hmm. Right. They ain't been through what a lot of these kids going through. Right. So how could you give some vital information about something that you ain't never experienced? I think that'll be extremely hard to do. Yes, I really, but if you could talk to somebody who'd have been there, done that, I think you would they would you have their attention more so than others. Right. Because you can't teach me how to shoot a jump shot and your ass ain't never shot one. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being 100. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I, th- I think, I really think experience is a great teacher. It's a great teacher. See, we didn't all do something things that we think about like, man, I ain't about to go back and do that no more. Because we yep. didn't learn from that. Right. So I, I really think some of these, a lot of these organizations need guys who who want to be in that. Just don't hire a guy just to be, who want to be in that position to help the younger generation. You got to want it. Yeah. Just like you want to be a professional, you got to want it. And I think I have a world of experience to give back to a lot of these young men. Not only young men, but young, you know, some things young ladies want to, from a, they need a male perspective. Mm-hmm. I think I have the experience to do so. And I would love for that opportunity. No question about it. No question about it. I would love. See, I can't teach a guy how to hit a baseball. But it's a lot of stuff from off the field that he probably enduring coming across that I done been down. Trust me. I done been there. You know, some stuff, you know, just, just haven't been told. Yeah. I done had my I done had my ups and downs, bro. And I'm the first to admit, everything hasn't been peaches and cream in my life. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And I'm not afraid to, to, to say it. I like to keep it 100. When you see me, you can holler at me. I'm real. I ain't that dude that's over in the back. 
Yeah. I like to be up in the forefront. Hey, man, it is what it is. It, that, it is what it is. That's just me, man. That, that, I've always been that way, and I never change. I never change. Cool. I'm 100. I'm 100 24-7. And we definitely appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Man, yes, hey, sir. I, I, I really really enjoy this time I spent with you brothers, man, because you know, I, I love chopping it up. I, I still have more to talk about. I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> more to talk about. Yeah. I know there's a world of questions. I'm like this. If you got a question, I probably can answer it. Yeah. A touch on it. I don't care whether it's on, from basketball to personal, I probably could touch on it. Right. That's just me. I probably could touch on it. See, and I tell, I tell you guys, like, I'm a father. I'm a father. I'm a brother. I'm a son. I'm an uncle. I'm a friend. And I tell, I tell my nephews and everybody, man, who play basketball. Look, man, it's a lot of stuff that you can't tell me that about. But I'd have been down that road. See, yeah. the road that you traveling, I done been down. Right. It's like I tell my son, look, dude, you can't you can't hide nothing from me. Ain't nothing you doing that I ain't probably done. Right. So what do you what, That's what G that's what G told me just now. By the way, y'all, G is is Nick's brother, man. G, G said, tell him, ask him to tell you about the strip clubs. He is on it tonight. <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. And, and and I like that. I like that question too, man. I be telling people, I, I hear all the time, well, why, why y'all got it? Why you gotta go to strip club and all? I like, I, man, I like to have fun too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch some ass and stuff. You know, being around with that. See, see, people got to. People I feel you, man. Tripping because every time you step out and go somewhere and do something, somebody got to be going on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we just can't have fun. Right. I'm entitled to have fun too. Shit, yeah. We visual. We visual. Let's make we visual. We like to look. We like to look. Yeah. You know, I. I when I was, when I, you know, when I was once, I was married once, like, every time I step out the door, there ain't, like, something going on. <laughs> yeah. Can I live a little? Right. <laughs> I mean, brother, hey, look. You sound like you've been confronted a couple times. Yeah. We got brothers, <laughs> athletes be scrutinized no matter what. Just because yeah, you're an athlete. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I don't, just because you have it. Oh, girl, he ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, facts, though. I, don't you know I've been hearing that since I was in high school? The same <laughs> I hate, heard in the 80s, uh-huh. I hear in the 2000s. That's crazy. <laughs> Come on. But once you when you walk out the door, you straight as an arrow. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. I love, I love, I love you, sisters. I love the ladies. Come on, yeah, ease up on some brothers, man. Ease up. <laughs> hey, we, got, we got another super chat, and, I'm, and then I'm yeah. Um, Julian Serene, appreciate you, man. As always, will Giannis demand a trade if the Bucks don't make it to the finals? And that's what I was going to ask you too. That question, but I was going to ask you who's your favorite player today. My favorite player today. 
And I'm going to take this out there quick. Uh, love them if you love them. Hate them if you hate them. That's just the way fans are. And I'm going to go on the record and say this. <laughs> LeBron James is the best all-around basketball player in the league. Yes, sir. All around. I'm not saying the best shooter. I'm not saying the best free throw shooter. I'm not. I said all around. You can take LeBron James and put him on the team, and he make yep. everybody else better. Amen. You can yep. say that for a lot of players. Mm-mm. And I say this with all – I love Kevin Durant. I love Kawhi. I'm a Giannis fan. I'm an Aaron Gordon fan. I'm a, but that's just my own opinion. Everybody had their own opinions. Right. I think LeBron James makes everybody else better around him. I, I That's just my own opinion. I respect the dude for his his size and his ability. I, I really do. I, I really do. You know, Didn't I, he just yeah. sign a contract, Shelton? Uh, yeah, and that's, that's a, back to Giannis thing. I was going to say, yeah, he did just sign a contract, but oh, even if they don't make it to the finals this year, he may demand a trade. I was going to tell Julie, yeah, he secured that well, money. Well, no. I don't, you know, the kid, and th- I might be wrong, I might be right, but the kid loves Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee loves him. Yeah, it's safe there for him. I'll tell you yeah. that. And then the switch gears on this. And I tell people all the time, quit talking about LeBron James made a super team. The first to start a super team. That's a lie. What about when Houston had Scottie Pippen, Charles, Charles Barkley, Clyde Wrestler? Yeah. What about when 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 the Miami Heat had Shaq, Gary Payton? D Wade. Mm-hmm. What about when the Lakers had Lakers. Gary Payton? Come along. It's still yeah. lost. It's yeah. still lost to my fist. I'm saying that because mm-hmm. it's far from the truth. Right. And then don't get mad at because these guys want to go play with somebody else. That's just the way they are. Mm-hmm. They want to get together and play with each other. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You don't like this, it? this generation. Hey, Hey, if you don't like it, go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what's going on on the moon. That's just the way they are today, man. You got to accept. I accept the way these guys play. They shoot 53s a game. That's just the way they play. Am I mad at it? Am I going to be mad at it? I'm going to get on board with it. Right. I'm on board with it because that's just the way they play. Can't change it. Now you can't change it. I get tired of people beating a, a dead horse thinking that horse is going to get up. <laughs> it's, gonna happen. it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, look. If you don't want to watch NBA basketball, if that's what you feel. If you don't want to watch NFL or Major League Baseball, that's on you. I hear people saying, well, I ain't going to get, I'm giving my seats back. Get them two seats back because there's somebody else waiting on you. <laughs> right. Go yeah. right ahead. If you ain't going to go to the game, somebody else going to go to the game. Mm-hmm. What you just, uh, people just be saying stuff to be, so they can hear themselves talk. And and I, nobody cares. Nobody's going to care if you're going to get your tickets up because there's two more people waiting in line for them. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. 
Nobody cares, man. Hey, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna go to the game no more. I'm gonna get my tickets up. Well, I take them. I'm gonna go to this game, dude. Right. I'm gonna go and chill out. Whether I'm gonna watch the game, or me and my boy gonna sit in the stands and we are gonna have a good time. Come on, man. Yeah, there's a saying: one one monkey don't stop no show. Bro, I told you. you. <laughs> can't keep saying the monkey jokes on the oh, black my show. Bad, my bad. I can't, I can't say monkey on the black show. Can't say monkey on the black show. That's a top ten rule. Yeah. <laughs> My man, that's one strike. That's one strike. <laughs> I'm gonna let it go because we we've been drinking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, drinks are hot takes. <laughs> but, but uh, man, uh, Nick Anderson, it was it was a pleasure, man, for real. Like this great stories great. I've yeah. never heard before. It's, um, it's, it's I love the perspective. Man. I'm sitting here chopping it up with four brothers, man. I really appreciate that. You know, this is what you call breaking bread. And, and you know, just think about, like we talked about, we all we, we talked at the top of the show. Everybody has their own opinions. I respect what you say, how you feel, mm-hmm. but we still can get along. Yeah. Yep. I don't see no problem with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's what we do, man. We sit, yeah, we sit here and every Tuesday, sometimes Thursday, we sit here and yell at each other uh, about sports and takes and yeah. stuff like that. And then we chop it up, walk it off, and then that's it. And, and, yeah. Like I said, you have your opinions. I have my opinions. Do that make them wrong? Do that make them right? No. It doesn't. We just, we just talking. Mm-hmm. We just talking. It's good. It's 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 what they say. Food is good for the soul. So mm-hmm. it's talking. Yeah. So it's talking. And I'm glad you said that because we are having you back. So <laughs> yeah, man, man, this, man, this is I'm great. Not, look, this I'm a phone call away, baby. All you got to yep. do is, hey, AT and T, dial me up. That's it. That's it. <laughs> dial me up. I'm gonna try to. I I don't know. I'm gonna look at my closet, man. I got some. I got. I know. I got a couple of pictures and stuff in there from back in the day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign them up and, and and get them to y'all, man. Because I appreciate the opportunity. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh, no, this is this is a, this, <laughs> yeah. this is an honor in itself. Man, but I appreciate. Yeah. It. Yeah. We, yeah. You know, as as a as a black show, you know, giving our perspective on a lot of things that we see in a lot of. Black athletes, um, you know, we we appreciate you taking the time to even just come, mm-hmm. you know, no grace us with I'm your a, presence. I'm gonna show y'all one one more of my favorites, man. Please do. Oh man! Hey, his brother G said, put him on the show next week, and he gonna tell all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! man. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the point, the point, God, the point, God, man, that's a that's yeah, a that's phenomenal error to come yeah, up with. Yeah, that, yeah. Them, yeah, them two pictures alone, right? That's it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. And as you in the picture, they like you just <laughs> you right, 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 right. 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 You in the you in some niggas, some niggas got shit. They got themselves photoshopped the shit. Right, right. No, I got the picture. Of me guarding him with number twelve on, I'm gonna take it out and I'm gonna get it signed. Yeah. Mm. So that's gonna that's gonna be a, that's gonna go a, that's gonna be my 
one that I'm gonna put in my office. Mm-hmm. Nice. The night they stole his jersey and he wore number yeah, twelve. Number twelve. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But he had a pair of 11s that black that he signed for me. But mysteriously, somebody else put their feet in them. They gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, man, it broke my heart. Oh, Damn. man. Because I moved. And when I moved, they didn't come with me. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Yeah. Hey, now all you need is a picture with you and Mellow Ball, and that'll that'll be it for me. Like, oh, <laughs> all right, God. and this 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 where we end the show at. Oh, Ken, Lord, come on, Ken, wrap it up. This is, this is where they put on the show go. last night, didn't they? Hey, Mellow versus Mellow. Uh, there's only one Mellow. The other one was just a, a rookie. We, we did a good job. Get, yeah, we didn't even get to that. I think, yeah, I think, I think which one scored the most points, Nick? Huh? Which one won the game? Uh, uh Dame Little. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Don't even lie. Mello was eating that game. Hey, that's Thanks to Robert I'm, Covington. Great I'm, game, I'm Robert a, Covington. I'm a, I am a Damian Lillard fan. I am too. Mm-hmm. I am too. I, he, now, he's got to be one of the most underrated players in this league too now. Really? Thank I you. know Ken said the same thing. I I, oh. I, I, I like that. I think Damian Lillard get his props. Not like he's fooled by them Hulu commercials, B. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the commercials. I'm not even talking about the commercials. I I, I don't know, man. I mean, like I, when I, I remember I was telling y'all last year during the during the bubble, everyone was because people was forgetting Steph Curry. Everyone had Dame Lillard on the the, top, the best point guard uh, tier. So I don't know. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I think I think. Well, you know, sports. you know, sports all around is uh, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. True. That's true. That's, true. That's just what it is. That's now, true. Steph can go out and have 10 points tonight, or he ain't this. But tomorrow, he go and drop that 50 on you. <laughs> that's yeah. just how yeah. it is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and that's how it is, though. That's how yeah. it can be like that in the NBA. Yeah. But it's it's all good, you know? Yeah. Like I said, man, we're going to get on this boat and ride down this river, man, and have a great time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. I love that's to hear it. that. Oh. Love to hear that. But again, fellas, man, I appreciate, man. Appreciate you. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. I'm here anytime y'all want me to come on and chop it up. Cause I love talking. I talk, I'm a, I'm a big football fan. I'm a big baseball fan. I okay. go to all the games. You see my, I got on a Bucks hat, even though I'm from Chicago. All right, we, we might have to cut you off with the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't a Bucks free zone. I'm sorry, Mr. Anderson. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a quarterback guy. I love quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, you know, all those guys, Brady, all the my good friend, man, he has season tickets. And every Sunday, I'll be at the Bucks game in the suite, getting it on. <laughs> I love it. And I'm a football freak. I play okay. I played football for one year, but I love football, man. I just it's just something about it. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Whether you like him or not, that's how people are. But the dude gets the job done. He's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He know how to manage the game. He managed the game against the Chiefs. 
I'm, I'm gonna have to send you some some of our old episodes and so you can see what some uh, of the cast. He, he ain't gonna I come back. He ain't gonna yeah, come yeah. back if you win. He ain't gonna come back. This the grand opening. Those are the people. He'll be like, "New phone, who this?" <laughs> he said, yeah. "Why you think, don't send him that? Don't 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 show yeah. Don't send him." Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just ain't got over that that Super Bowl game. No, no they, they, still, they still really. Nah. Nope, mm-hmm. they ain't got over that. That's yep. funny. But yeah, man, we appreciate you, man. We really, really Anytime, appreciate man. Anytime. Much love to y'all, man. Peace and love to you and your families, man. You and too. Many you, brother. You too. Many blessings, man. You too, man. But we'll chop it up, man. All right. Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. All right. Yep. All right. Man. All right. Oh, I don't man. like it. Man, that was great. Chat real quick. Hey, man. That was great. We appreciate you. We, we still on, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, still yeah. on. <laughs> we, we, man, I appreciate everybody joining us, man. And if you could, please share this episode with somebody you know. Um, Like it. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. And please share it with friends if you can. We, we got to get, you know, get our people going with this, with this show and get more guests. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So please yeah, support man. us and thank you for showing up and riding with us. That was dope. Yeah, yeah it was. That was that was, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. Man, that yeah, was crazy. Good thing. Uh, shout out to Shelton for hooking for that real. up. Shelton again. I'm telling you, we're gonna end up we having gotta, somebody we like Shaq. We're gonna have somebody like Shaq on here, man. I'm telling you, watch. I, 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 I see it coming. Yeah. It's, it's if we gotta guess it's because of Shelton. Hey, yeah. man, yeah. G, who was his brother, just sent me him and Magic. He was telling me. Oh he, wow. That's that's his brother, G. That's his brother, yeah. Yeah, so he, uh, he yeah, was, man. Uh, she was like, oh, magic, I got all of them. So he, he was saying that in my phone just now. So yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, man. That was incredible, man. Yeah, shout out. Uh, he, he, was... he played with Ben Wilson, man. Like, yeah. I had to say that when I first came on here. I'm like, yo. Like, yeah, that, he talked about it. Yeah. That was the first thing he mm-hmm. talked about. Is he did. Why he was Ben. Wore the number 25. Yeah, because yeah, of, that, ben, of Ben. Yeah. Yeah, that that alone. And like like he said, if you guys in the, in the chat hadn't seen it. Go back and watch that thirty for thirty, man. That that's that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Man. That's yeah. Man, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you made it, B. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, we we definitely got to have him back on because FIFA wasn't able to make it, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. I, and we got I know, more questions. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and you know. Uh, he got stories for days. He I got stories tell. for and, days, man. And, and I know FIFO <laughs> got a lot of questions and his own perspective. And and just, oh yeah, that's that's Chicago. Yeah, he, he yeah, gonna definitely yeah, ask yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we definitely gotta have him back on for that. I'm glad he's open to that too. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I talked to talked to FIFO earlier today, and I told him I was like, man, I'm sorry, man. He was like, yeah, it's all good. So yeah, I, we gotta have him definitely back on. Remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, we uh thank you guys for showing up. Uh, I know um, I'm gonna have to change the title, um, you know, <laughs> but because uh, we need to get to do the mellow versus mellow thing, but that's okay. I ain't want to talk about it's okay. We had Nick Anderson on, man. This exactly that's was, all we need. We don't need to talk about that ball. We don't need to talk about love mellow anyway. Yeah, he ain't win the game, so it don't really matter. You heard what Nick said. It's a win league. It's all about wins and 
losses, boy. He ain't hey, talking about the league. He's just talking. I'm just shit. He said, what is a thousand times different from yep. watching it to playing? He, that's what he said. He talking to you, show. Yeah. <laughs> talking to you, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I'm, glad, man. I'm, glad, I'm glad he said some of the stuff he said, man. Oh, oh mm-hmm. man. Like, people don't realize, mm-hmm. man, how... They don't realize how fucking tough it is being an NBA player, man. Like, this shit is tough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. dropping a lot of game, man. Yeah. That's a team sport, but it's a lot about individual mm-hmm. things. Like, you got to, you, yeah. like he said, you, you know, you know and, and the most important thing he said to me was how, like I said, we talked about the failure stuff. And that's that's huge to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's easy to talk about your successes and the great things that's happened to you. But when you talk about the free throws and the things like that and losing those games, that to me is where men are made, you know. So yeah, that's that's dope to me. That that was real dope. And the fact that that's true, you don't think about this man was having to guard the toughest assignment, toughest players every game. I, I mean, yeah, yeah people. So, yeah, and and you know, I think to that point, Shelton, like he brought that up, like you know, none of us even asked for it. Like he he walked down that memory lane, and like you said, he just like this is what happened. It is what it is. But I was there. Like I lived this moment. Yeah. I mean, Bro, that's dope. That's dope. He got comfortable. Haven't done. That's dope. So he got so comfortable. I said, that's dope. He got comfortable to even talk about that with us. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, yeah. you know, you might get so tired of hearing it, and you just like, eh. but yep. the fact that he just like, yeah, the fact that he brought it up on his own, that yeah, that's wow. yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, you know, like you said, that's him being a man, and yeah, know, he owned up mm-hmm. to it. that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so one more time, please, in the chat, man. I know it's 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 a few you left. Please, man, share this as many times as you can with other people. Just send them the link if you can, you know, just so we can get our numbers up and people can see it because it's worth watching. So please do that. And we appreciate y'all for being here. Definitely do. Appreciate all y'all. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a Thursday show. Uh, that's TBD right now. Um, we'll see what's going on with FIFO. Um, but. You know, we'll see. It, if you guys are subscribed, you'll get the notification and dead, you'll see it. And the dead end stuff? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's no. right. Yep. Dead end stuff. There won't be a Thursday show. We got to do, do, do our makeup yeah, live. We got a live show. Dead and Hip Hop Live. So subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash dead and hip hop. Catch us live on there Thursday. So yeah, no show Thursday. So we'll be back Tuesday. So, uh, so yeah, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next week. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.